What's going on, everybody? Eric Lindquist at Stochastic here on the Odd Chopper Channel coming to you with a week 18 final week of the regular season edition of Lindy's Leans, Likes, and Locks. Hit that like button, subscribe button, notification bell. Goes a long way for me on this video. Goes a long way for you. That way you become a prize whenever great content is going live here at our little neck of the YouTube woods. We've made it to the end of the regular season. I'll be back for the playoffs. Don't you worry your sweet bippy, but friends... It is a wild, wild west out there, and people want to talk about all these contract incentives you've been looking on Twitter or X. So, hey, go follow me there, at Eric Lindquist while you're at it. But at the end of the day, those are factored into the numbers. It's not like Vegas doesn't have that same information. So it's really trying to comb through what we think is actual and what we think is not, and then trying to have actionable information information based on data or old trends. We have 48,942 quarterbacks that you don't see during the regular season that are starting games. We have teams that are playing for absolutely nothing. I'm going to try to talk you through all of that quickly and concisely, but I don't want to waste your time. There's only one lock here on the card. I'm covering Sunday slate Saturday, just two games. That will be in the premium discord. That's where I will have the picks for that. But Sunday, that is what we are going to be focused on here on this program. Lots to get to, lots to do. We'll talk about MGM. We'll talk Odd Shopper, where again, you want to be updating yourself. There's going to be some wild things that happen, unpredictable things that happen. It happens every single week 18. But again, my job is to try to give you good, actionable information. So that's exactly what we're going to do right now. Producer Jacob, for the last time of the regular season, my friend, let's get to the picks. Our first game up, Tampa Bay taking on Carolina. Four and a half point favorites are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which is a little bit wild to me considering... They're playing for something here, friends. They want to make themselves into the postseason. And here's the thing. I'm going to break down playoff percentages, what they have and, and what the win does for them, how they solidify it. And they're guaranteed to be in there. So I guess that doesn't really matter all that much. But Baker Mayfield will play because number four, the Lions number three, you got some jockeying positions and they're eight and eight. That's identical to the Saints. Gotta win this football game to secure that division. Lots of things, but 100% chance to get in the playoffs if they win, 66% chance if they lose. So just saying, lots of weird things that we're going to talk through on each one of these. Carolina, you know by now, they don't have their first round pick. They traded it to the Bears in order to draft Bryce Young. Oopsie. That's a whole thing. But hey, he's looked better in recent weeks. I will say new offensive coordinator, new scheme. Everything really comes down to coaching and having good actionable coaching. You got to have the arm talent. And I think Bryce Young has proven he definitely had that at the college level. NFL, got to get better at decision-making. Got to get better under pressure at feeling pressure in the pocket. One of those intangible things that's really hard to tell until somebody gets to the NFL level. That's why you want to take multiple shots there on those quarterbacks in the first, second round. Just draft lots of them. Producer Jacob wants you all to know that that's the way he would go about GMing an NFL team. Again, I talk to him all the time about such things, but I'm a little bit confused by four and a half here. Yes, it's going to be in Carolina. Yes, Carolina has no reason not to try in this football game. But they're an actively bad football team playing a Tampa Bay team that one, wants to win their division and two, needs to win in order to do such a thing. So like four and a half, this is a pretty clear cut one for me. Not a ton of spreads that I want to go gung-ho crazy on for this week, but this is one of them. It's actionable. It's a team with motivation to win and a re uh, receiving core that is drastically better of that than the other side of the ball. So yeah, Tampa Bay minus four and a half is on the card. Half a unit, nothing really crazy there. Opened at six, got bet down. I don't understand it. I really don't. Should go back the other way before lock. 
Don't have a lot from this one. Cleveland, Cincinnati. Yeah, Joe Flacco's been the second coming of Christ. Pretty cool stuff to watch here. And now Jeff Driscoll steps into the starting quarterback role here for the Cleveland Browns. They'll be taking on Cincinnati and Jake Browning. And hey, Jake Browning did his best. I, I did my best. He tried to, you know, absolve the sins of, well, no, he didn't have any sins. He's a good dude. Joe Burrow out there. He tried his best, but they just actively have nothing to play for other than next season. Yeah, there's contract incentives of certain things you can talk about. Jamar Chase, he's going to have a, a contract question. Well, it's not him. It's T. Higgins. He got questioned about the contract on Thursday. Really weird line of questioning from the reporter, if we're going to be honest. Very strange stuff. Hey, you should take a pay cut. Now, how about you get paid what you're worth at your job? Would you like to take a pay cut, Mr. Reporter? I don't think you would. Just throwing it out there. So you're paid what you're worth in sports and at your job in a perfect world and again this isn't a perfect world but like jamar chase shouldn't have to take a pay cut so they can get t higgins that's not on his it's ridiculous figure it out people anyway that's really all the analysis i have from this one jeff driscoll going through his uh box scores once upon a time not the most inspiring stuff i will say that hasn't really appeared a lot in the nfl for reasons that are very very obvious he's not good so what are we even doing here? I, I have no lean or any way of breaking this down. 37 and a half. Is that efficient? I don't even know. I was going through Jeff Tristical numbers from college and then into the end. I don't know what I'm doing with my life in week 18. It took a long time to get all of this done. And you know what? Nothing came of it. I want nothing to do with this football game. Yeah, you could talk yourself into props if you really want to when they show up here later. But who knows how it's going to turn out? You have T. Higgins, who's doubtful. You've got a lot of weird things with Cleveland, where I do think from a running back perspective, you're looking at Pierre Strong Jr. being somebody that you could take some overs on. Doubt they want to have any Jerome Ford. Doubt they want to have any Kareem Hunt in their life. So pay attention to that. But under 37 and a half, that's going to be a lean for me. Pretty clear cut. But now let's get to the fun one. This is a strange, strange spot. And somehow, some way, it becomes a lock. And you know me by now. If you've watched my NFL Lindy's, you know I'm a Vikings fan. It doesn't ever influence anything I'm doing. I'm more than happy to bet against my Minnesota Vikings. I'm more than happy to say that we are going to somehow, some way, be a disappointment because we do it every single season. And as a Minnesota fan, you are really grown. You know nothing but pain. That's what I'm getting at. I, I know nothing but pain. And yet my favorite play of the entire week comes from that side of the football. They're taking on Detroit three and a half point dogs and yes, there is a slim sliver chance that they have of making the playoffs, but that's not the big deal. They have a 4% playoff percent chance, according to pretty much all of the indexes across the entire industry. 9% if they win this game of making the playoffs. They would need so many things. And I, I wrote down the exact way that it has to work out. The Minnesota Vikings, they had just beaten the Packers last week. Fucking great situation, but have to win against the Lions. Packers have to lose against the Bears. Seahawks have to lose at the Cardinals. And Bucks have to lose at the Panthers. Very, very, very unlikely that all of that happens. But there's still one thing to be paying close attention to here. Does Detroit care about their position here? Because Jared Goff is going to start this football game. That is the report that we have here. They could finish three. They could finish four. They cannot finish outside of that because they've secured the NFC North, it feels like, four weeks been close to that i think it's been two weeks but either way i'm looking at the minnesota side of the ball because there is one glaring number that stands out to me and it just comes from knowing justin jefferson it comes from understanding how this man operates as a minnesota viking fan 
He cares about history and legacy. He cares about his comparisons to Jamar Chase, his teammate at LSU. He cares about all these things. And I know he's missed seven weeks in the middle of the regular season with the hamstring injury, but he is one of those guys who cares about getting to a thousand receiving yards in pretty much every prime career or prime season of his career. He is currently at 882 yards. Detroit will probably not have their defensive starters on the field in the second half. Again, I say probably because they always need asterisks in this situation. And even if they have their starters on the field, they're not good in the secondary. So this is a phenomenal spot to invest in a Minnesota team that, yes, has a sliver of a chance to make the playoffs. So they should be playing this straight up. Has Nick Mullins at the helm. And Nick Mullins likes to chuck. Everything is pointing towards me betting on Justin Jefferson to the moon, considering 90 and a half was his opening number where I got it. And it is currently sitting at 92 and a half receiving yards. He's the best wide receiver in the NFL when healthy. They took their long, dear, sweet time in ordering to let him recover from that hamstring injury. Probably should have pushed him before that by against the Chicago Bears to at least be on the field, even as a decoy, even in some capacity. But again, at the end of the day, you want your best players to be healthy. And Justin Jefferson appears to be healthier right now. And he is somebody who cares about getting to a thousand receiving yards because he's that kind of a guy. So what do we do? We jam over 92 and a half receiving yards against this putrid Lions secondary that probably has backups in the second half and Minnesota playing it straight up. Thought about making Minnesota plus three and a half. That's going to be on the card for anybody who gives a flying F about it. Half a unit for the thumbs up people. But it is going to be Justin Jefferson over 92 and a half receiving yards. Not a homer pick, friends. Simply playing the way that I appear it to be. And yes, very hard when it's not necessarily data driven, but Pretty positive Justin Jefferson goes for 100-plus in this spot. Oh, we go from some inspired football talk to, like, what are we doing here? Jets, New England, Bailey Zappi, round three now we have of Bailey Zappi. Pretty wild stuff that we've seen from him of late, like what we've seen from him of late. Goes into Denver, 26-23. We were heavy on that side of things. And yeah, he showed up in week 14-15. So it's fourth week. This will be the fifth week of Bailey Zappi. And then a competitive spot, 27-21 loss to Buffalo there last week. He's been the better quarterback by a mile between him and Mac Jones. Nobody is going to dispute that. But does that mean we want to go investing our hard-earned money in this spot against or on? You know what I'm getting at. What are we doing? Trevor Simeon, the starter yet again for a one, two, three, fourth consecutive week here on the Jets side of things. I don't even have Brees Hall props to bet yet. I need Brees Hall props. That'll probably show up on Saturday or Sunday. Something I'm going to pay attention to because I feel like he's still going to play quite a bit. It's such a hard game to handicap. such a hard game to gauge. I'm going to go Jets money line for the hell of it. Just We're just chilling. Again, plus 110 in a spot that I feel like is a coin flip. And it's in New England. Bill Belichick. I don't think he's playing for his job. I'm pretty sure Robert Kraft knows if he wants to have him back next year or not. I think the answer is probably yes. We'll just see. Bill Belichick. I'm just focused on facing the Jets this week. I'm just, I'm just focused on facing the Jets this week. I'm going to give you absolutely nothing, no personality, unless I'm a college game day in which I'm actually going to be an entertaining, fun person. Yeah, you should probably bet against us. Our team's terrible, and Ezekiel Elliott continues to be our, our bell cow running back. Jets plus money, whatever, lean, not going to bet it. Friends, so much news here on week 18, but you know what's great? Is the market kind of concentrates itself 
it really does a great job of like finding what the public consensus is. And then if you have a lean on something, not just a like or a lock, but a lean on something, go to the positive EV tool and see if it projects out well over at Odd Shopper for just $15 for the week, $50 for the month. Incredible value. Again, it is so hard to make informed decisions on a week like this. There's enough teams that are playing for very competitive spots. And then some teams where we don't know exactly how straight up they're going to play certain games. But you know what? This does a lot of the work for you in finding the best lines, attacking the best lines for props, for game lines. It is so, so important that you're using the market-based approach on this week. And Odd Shopper can help you do it to the best of any single model's ability. $14.95 for the week. And hey, that becomes $12 when you use promo code LINDY. And you also get the Discord access. That's myself, Ben Raza, Aton Shander, Isaiah Soros, everybody you know and love here at Odd Shopper. In one easy-to-find place, you can ask us questions. You can get our exact place, what we're putting and betting our hard-earned money on right in one spot. Check it all out. Promo code Lindy. Again, that'll be $12 for your first week, $42 for your first month when you use that code at the link below. Back to the picks we go. Arthur Smith and the Atlanta Falcons. Plan for a job, maybe? We'll see. We'll see. Going to be fun. Taking on the New Orleans Saints. Going to be a fun one here. Now, New Orleans, again, they are kind of in that muddled NFC picture. Currently number nine, sitting behind uh, the Seahawks. Number nine, number nine. My Beatles fans know what I'm referring to there. Maybe not. Anyway, the Saints, eight and eight. They're number nine in the playoff picture. 29% chance of making the playoffs. 48% uh, 48% chance with a win. They need the Packers to slide or they need the Seahawks to slide. That is the name of the game. The Seahawks playing Arizona. We'll talk about that one here in a little bit. But the Saints, they are going to play this thing straight up. But so are the Falcons to a certain extent. I mean, Arthur Smith is going to give himself the best chance to look good against a divisional foe. That's for sure. Maybe he actually throws it to Drake London and Kyle Pitts in this spot. Maybe, just maybe, Bajon Robinson sees the kind of touches that he deserves and should have warranted being a top 10 pick in the NFL coming out of Texas. So just saying, just saying, it's going to be a spot where I expect things to be working out on both sides of it. New Orleans sucks, though. This is a team that I'm just not a big fan of in general. Alvin Kamara definitely dinged up coming into this one. Listed as questionable. Said he's going to be a game-time decision. Obviously, they're playing for a playoff chance, so he's going to do everything he possibly can to get there. Otherwise, get ready for Jamal Williams to step into a massive role. He had 19 carries against Tampa Bay last week. That's the kind of stuff that happens when you have, you know, Jamal Williams is your backup who can be a bell cow back. He was that in Detroit at times. Obviously, he was the goal line back there as well. Could be somebody to find some anytime touchdown numbers on. But I hate this game. Otherwise, uh, from a betting perspective, I think Atlanta should be three uh, three-point dogs. I think this number is pretty efficient. I think 42 should be the total. This is one of those that, sh because I expect both teams to play it straight up, it's easier to project. But that makes it also worse from a betting perspective. We want, we want to disagree with the marketplace. Atlanta Moneyline, if you make me do anything, again, it's the same thing with the Jets. If you're targeting dogs, do it this week in a spot where it's like, who the fuck knows? Who knows? Hate this one too. Jacksonville, Tennessee. Jacksonville. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, buddy. You should have sat out a couple games ago, but no, you just had to keep this streak going. You had to try to play through all of your injuries. And then CJ Beathard comes out. 
week 16, seven, well, 16 in relief, week 17 as a starter, you go out and you beat Carolina 26 nothing because you were always going to probably beat Carolina 26 nothing. And now you're taking on a Tennessee team that, yes, there's DeAndre Hopkins contract incentives and everybody wants to talk about them. It's like, oh, okay, he's over a thousand yards, but now there's like an ability he has for 39 more yards, getting over 1050, where he gets 250. I don't know what to make of that. All I know is that there aren't numbers available to really be actionable with that right now or to try to do anything with. Again, books are aware of these incentives as well. So don't act like you know something that somebody else doesn't. The books are already aware. So pay very close attention. Anywho, friends, as I look at the board for this game, the over of 41 is kind of intriguing to me. Does Derrick Henry get one last farewell and a ton of carries here? Talk through that with Lafayette on Thursday show. Does Tajay Spears, who's been an awesome, actionable uh, running back in the passing game, get a ton of work here? I don't know. All I know is Jacksonville's defense has not impressed me at all. DeAndre Hopkins is confirmed still good at football. And then on the Jacksonville side, if you do not have Trevor Lawrence pad up here, he's questionable for this game. I think he's closer to playing than not, considering his past injury history. But CJ Beathard's pretty decent here as well. I think the over of 41 just looks auspiciously low. Christian Kirk expected to be back on the field, although it's not confirmed. He has to get activated off the IR on Saturday. Lots of prop things that are in flux that I want to be actionable about, but right now I can't. The only thing I would lean towards is the over of 41, 41 and a half. There is a 41 out in the marketplace right now, but I don't feel that good about it here. Again, there's going to be props that I'm going to have tons of interest in. All the more reason to check out X at Eric Lindquist. Hit me up on your questions if you see something stand out. And I promise I will post a pick'em card. I will post my betting cards. I will post out a bunch of things because we don't have all the information we normally have by this point in the week. So over 41, best play from this game as it stands right now, but still wouldn't make the card here at the moment. The Seattle Seahawks taking on the Arizona Cardinals. I'll be very quick. I'll be very brief. This one matters. Seattle, number eight seed if the playoffs started today. They have a 25% chance of making the playoffs, 41% chance if they make it. Why is that? Why is that? Oh, yeah, the Saints. They could vault over them. The Packers, they can solidify their spot. Lots of things in flux against the Falcons. They're playing for something. They could make the playoffs here. Again, a 33% win percentage there from that New Orleans spot that I talked about earlier. Lots of things still up for grabs here, but Seattle, they got to put their foot down and win this one. And it's not a given considering what we saw from Arizona. They won their Super Bowl last week against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, 35-31. Kyler Murray has been the guy that they were hoping they paid a bunch of money to and not to play Call of Duty. And then also, he's been awesome alongside James Conner, who they waited to bring back off the IR until they knew they were going to have their little test subject situation. Now, Marquise Brown continuing to be out here for Arizona. Not ideal because the wide receiver core is very depleted. Greg Dortch, Michael Wilson, Rondale Moore, failure out of Purdue right now. But Trey McBride is an absolute monster at tight end. Love what we've seen from him over the course of the last few weeks, last 10 weeks or so. And a lot of that alongside Kyler Murray. And yes, James Conner has been that dude. It's in Arizona, in Glendale, Arizona. Nice, beautiful. It'll be lovely. Bill and Lorraine Lindquist, my parents will be at the game. Shout out Snowbirds coming back from South Dakota down to Arizona. Seattle, they have everything to play for here in this spot. And I expect points to be scored because both these defenses and secondaries have absolutely nothing to bring to the party. As you work through some of these specific secondary matchups, it is just putrid, awful, horrible, no good. Witherspoon, Woolen, Jackson there. 
from the Seattle side. They shouldn't be able to stop anybody, even though this is a depleted wide receiving core from the Arizona side. And then Hamilton, Thomas, uh, Gardick probably from, well, he's a linebacker is what it is. But yeah, Buda Baker, that's the best player by far on the Arizona side. But I, Isaiah Simmons would have been fun for them to keep around just a little bit longer. I know that he didn't necessarily fit the scheme or what they were trying to do defensively, but it is what it is, friends. I expect points in this one. 47 and a half. I like the over of it. I think both these teams go out a blazing. Guns blazing here for the last game of the time. I don't want to screw with this Arizona Cardinals team that I think is playing this one straight up. And Seattle, I mean, it's hard to trust them, but like the Arizona's defense is terrible. So here we go. 47 and a half. Just a little bit of a sprinkle here for week 18. Uh, I can't believe I'm about to do this, but the Chicago Bears taking on Green Bay. And what is the story of this week? Well, you'd think it would be Green Bay, considering they're the ones with a 100% chance of making the playoffs that they win, played themselves into position by beating my Minnesota Vikings in embarrassing fashion for Vikings fans last week. 64% though chance of making the playoffs, even if they, well, if they don't win, 17% chance of still making the playoffs if the cards fall correctly. So it's not a must win for Green Bay, but kind of is and this is the afternoon window of games and they get to have some extra information to kind of build off of what's going towards and i don't think this is something that's talked about enough with all of the contract in incentive talk let's talk about like what can possibly change at halftime of a football game based on results is if arizona's up two scores and green bay is down two scores like how how do teams kind of adjust their in-game betting more prevalent this week than other weeks that is for sure but Justin Fields is the story for me. Obviously, he wants to play himself into a contract. He wants to be with this Bears team. But if he loses this game, I think it's kind of a foregone conclusion that with Carolina's first round pick that they get, which will be the number one pick, something tells me it'll be Caleb frickin' Williams going to Chicago. And hey, I'm probably of the mind that you're all right having Justin Fields and Caleb Williams there and just playing the best guy every single week because quarterback is so hard to find. CJ Stroud falls you know, a pick or two away, and you get an absolute stud in that first round. You just want to have that draft equity up near the top. Now, Justin Fields plays awesome here. Maybe you go out and get him Marvin Harrison Jr. Maybe you go out and get him Adonze there out of uh, Washington. Maybe you go out and get some of these studs and build around him. DJ Moore, he's your number one, that's for sure. Just aim that way, Justin Fields. He's shown some rapport, but yeah, there's definitely some accuracy issues. I understand what you're looking at, but he brings a different skill set. And if Chicago can just make a damn decision, that'd be great. Because again, I, I keep flip-flopping myself. I'm sure they're having a grand old time. But anyway, I think this is just one of those NFC North, want to play spoiler, invest in the Justin Fields, playing for a long-term viable deal, if not with Chicago, with somebody else who will trade for him if he goes out and balls in this spot, plus 136. Let's get on the money line, friends. I already fired this up for plus 140, and I'm just happy for you jumping in at plus 136. It's a weird one. It's an obscure one. I think it's the right side to be on. I just don't trust this Packers defense to be a minus 162 favorite here in this spot. The Chiefs, the Chargers, my God. Kansas City playing absolutely no one. Patrick Mahomes, he will not be suiting up. It will be one Blaine Gabbard who will be starting this game in LA. Now, 35 total, even though it's played in beautiful LA, no clouds, pseudo-dome stadium that they have there at SoFi, should be entertaining. But then you remember that Easton sticks on the other side and Keenan Allen, Allen is just not going to be out there. You don't have 
Travis Kelsey more than likely is going to be suiting up. It's just okay. Kansas City can't move off off the three seed, so it is what it is. That's locked in. Maybe they want to see a little something from some of these guys, but like, is that going to be actionable? Maybe try to find some unders where they're projected for full workloads, the likes of like a, a McCole Hardman or a Richie James or somebody like that. But again, it's Blaine Gabbard starting there. I have no confidence in it. This number kind of would be thinking about an over, but I'll actually just lean Kansas City plus three and a half because should Easton Stick and company be favored at all? I know it'll be a lot of their reserves coming in on the Kansas City side, and that's why they're dogs here, but like... Welcome to week 18. Welcome to BetMGM, my friends, as well. Claim up to $1,500 in bonus bets at the link below. Two months of Odd Shopper tools plus Discord access, all for the grand price of depositing $10 or more at BetMGM. That's really it. $10 or more at a new sports book, getting access to a place where you can utilize that market-based approach. Get yourself up to $1,500 in bonus bets. What a great freaking deal to finish out your season. And hey, we're going to have a lot of really great stuff for the NFL playoffs here at Odd Shopper. We'll have the Positive EV Tool rocking, the Parlay Builder rocking, the Fantasy Optimizer if you're playing on Prize Picks and Underdog. That'll be rocking. So many ways to make money regardless of what state you're in. In fact, it's catered to the state you're in, the books that you have, the optimizers you might have, everything is going to be on a by-state basis here over at Odd Shopper. So you'll get that completely free for two months when you claim a BetMGM offer down at the link below. So just do that. That seems cool. 10 bucks or more over that direction. Pretty awesome stuff from BetMGM. Only if you're 21 and over, if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back to the picks we don't go. Let's fly through this, friends. Oh, friends, welcome to the Denver Las Vegas. Another, uh, well, nothing to play for, right? Wrong. Antonio Pierce, head coach of the Las uh, Vegas Raiders. I had to think about that in a second. It wanted to say Oakland. My brain wanted to say Oakland. It always wants to say Oakland. It's not Oakland. It's Vegas, friends. Producer Jacob knows. Las Vegas Raiders, Antonio Pierce, they want him to be a head coach. They need him to be a head coach. And yeah, you had Devontae Adams come out and say, hey, that's who I want my dude to be. Well, yeah, you feel that way after getting 21 targets last week. I would hope so. But yeah, Aiden O'Connell going to be starting here in this spot. Jared Stidham on the other side for Denver. And that has me... Just, this is clear-cut as it gets, friends. Just bet Vegas. This is your parlay du jour. Like, Denver... Sean Payton has crazy job security. Antonio Pierce is going to play this as hard as he humanly possibly can, trying to have Davis look at him and say, I'm your guy. His teammates, or not his teammates, but his his team in general, they're saying, we want him to be the guy. I don't even know how to... Minus 155. This, I would probably lay up to minus 180 on this. Obviously, I just want the Vegas to win number. I want it attached to anything, and you move along with your life. Devontae Adams says it'll be so, so it'll be so. Said he's going to play everybody. Denver, they don't have to play everybody. I doubt they play everybody. Corlin Sutton, why would you even play him here in this spot? Vegas, something to play for. Easy money, cash it. Ooh, this one's a little bit strange, but you know what? I do think the Giants play this more straight up than most. Philadelphia, minus five and a half going in there. And obviously, well, the Eagles, they're going to be in the playoffs. 100% chance, no doubt about it. But can't really do a whole hell of a lot here if the Cowboys go out and put their foot down and secure the division here. And that, friends, has me just getting away from this spot from a betting angle on that side of it. Philadelphia, they don't have Devonta Smith for this one. I expect them to be able to handle business. Although, Jalen Hurts, how much do we end up getting out of him? 
How much do we see AJ Brown out here for this one? Julio Jones steps into the wide receiver two role, probably. What a time to be alive. But on the Giants side of things, they want to play kind of not spoilers, but they can definitely just finish out their season on a better note than what it's been. Tyrod Taylor getting the start here. Thank God Tommy DeVito, not a thing anymore. But Saquon Barkley, this is a guy who they did not treat well during the uh, offseason. Probably let your guy go out and do whatever he wants. He is at 916. He is 84 yards away from 1,000 yards rushing. And, well, it'll be tough against Philadelphia, considering I, I expect them to play this closer to straight up. 103.1 rushing yards per game, 11th in the NFL. But they give up a lot through the air. Give up a lot through the air. I think Tyrod Taylor, coming off of last week, he had that deep shot to Darius Slayton. Beautiful ball from him. Wandale Robinson, nine targets. A really nice outing from him as well. A touchdown in the rushing department. But friends, Saquon Barkley has a really low prop for somebody I still expect to be on the field a ton in this spot. Their dogs at home, receiving game, dump-offs, 16 and a half receiving yards. This begins a little bit of a run of receiving yards for us. So 16 and a half for Saquon Barkley. Fire it up. I like it. Next game, let's get to another like. <laughs> For a game with two backup quarterbacks, I kind of love this purely because it's one of those classic, how good does the scheme look with a bunch of randos? Snow no Brock Purdy, no Matt Stafford. We're looking at a Sam Darnold versus Carson Wentz. Spectacular, spectacular one. No words were vernacular. That was a Moulin Rouge quote for the people. But that is exactly what's before us here. McVay versus Shanahan. And I kind of like this game to put up points. I don't know about you, but Carson Wentz is going to go out and chuck. He's playing for a long-term job. Obviously, he's got a contract now, and he's happier than probably before. He's out of the shadow of screwing up in, in Philadelphia, out of the shadow of trying to be a savior in Washington. He gets to just be a dude who gets to go out and try to earn a job. And I love that for Carson Wentz to just chuck it around the lot i don't love the fact that he won't have cup he'll have nakua until nakua probably goes for that passing record the rookie passing record of which he is just 28 yards uh, shy of bill Groman. i don't bill groman Groman. now i want ramen anyway we've got nakua who will probably be out of this game quicker than you might expect tutu atwell ben skoranek I mean, you could also have Austin Trammell. It sounds like they're going to be pretty cautious here with Demarcus Robinson, who's played himself into wide receiver three type contention here for the Rams. Been a really good piece for them here of late. And then on the San Francisco side, no Christian McCaffrey. I would expect no Eli Mitchell, considering he just got back into the mix. So this is going to be a healthy, robust little portion of Jordan Mason plus Tyrion Davis Price. Yeah, he ended up failing them. You're a failure. They wouldn't trade it for McCaffrey. What are you going to expect? It is what it is. But Jordan Mason, pretty darn good running back. Somebody I'm excited from a DFS perspective. You should be too. Can I just get some props on the young man? That would be fun to be able to at least dabble in the streets, feel it out a little bit. But you have Ross Dowdle, who's now going to be out for this one. Charlie Warner, a tight end that I have some interest in, some receiving props, depending on where they open those lines at. Because again, I think Sam Darnold's better than your average backup quarterback. And I bet you do too. So friends... Let's just take it over in points on this one. Over 41 and a half. Oh, sorry, 41 it is at the moment. That's even better. It's even better. I'm a fish. I got 41 and a half. That's what's on my sheet. I suck. Dallas and Washington taking off here in this one. And boys, girls, everybody. CeeDee Lamb is just going to roast Washington here. Again, they want to put the foot down. They're massive 13-point favorites. 
Again, a little bit different than what you're looking at here from Philadelphia because Philadelphia could be resting starters come that second half. And that's where we just fired this one up, friends. CeeDee Lamb is going to get a ton of targets against a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad Washington secondary. This defensive line has no ability to add pressure to it. And Dak Prescott, he's playing for, well, nothing. Well, no, he's playing for everything because they're going to lock up the two seed. It is what it is. But yeah, want to have home field all the way until you face that one one seed where it'd be San Francisco here at the moment. I think San Francisco will get job done. But I think CeeDee Lamb, 90 and a half for the receiving yards. Give me a like on that one. Pretty clear cut. I don't really think it needs a ton of analysis. The guy has been targeted ad nauseum here in this offense. And I just want to have every single portion of the He's had double-digit targets basically like every game since week eight. Nine targets plus in, in every single week since week eight. Absurd volume, just lock it in. And our last one, the Buffalo-Miami game. This is a fun one to finish it out with. I said I would be quick and concise, but the Dolphins, the Bills, they are playing for the division. That's fun. That's fun. That'll be very, very enjoyable, don't you think? Might want to watch that. I'm excited. I'm also stalling because my sheet's not updating for a second. Just bear, bear with me. 86% chance of making the playoffs the Bills do, even if they lose in this game. 65% chance if they actually lose in this game. So there you go. That's cool. Whereas Miami, well, the Dolphins, 100% chance of making the playoffs. So they're trying to not play spoiler. But again, this is for the freaking division. So it's a big deal. You want a home playoff game? You need a playoff game? Here you go. Buffalo, minus two and a half. Obviously, they've been playing a lot better here of late. No doubt about it. But like, what do we do here in a spot where, again, I expect both teams to be playing it straight up. Tyreek Hill, these are pretty inflated numbers. He needs, what, almost 250 yards to break the single season record? I think not, my friends. I think not. That's where I think we go to the other side of the ball here. Stephon Diggs has been disappointing. And yeah, you do have a great secondary here, starting to get healthier, starting to get the pieces assembled here. Saving Howard, you know, getting into the mix. Jalen Ramsey dinged up and all the time, but like, here we are. Just saying, this is a spot where I think Stephon Diggs, 60 and a half is just too freaking low. It's too freaking low. A lot of overs, more overs than I was expecting to have here in a spot like this. So yeah, over 60 and a half receiving yards, friends. I like it. Let's get ourselves the heck up out of here. Again, be cautious with this. A lot of overs on premier wide receivers in spots. C.D. Lamb, Stefan Diggs, but don't forget Justin Jefferson. That man's going for 100, so let's enjoy the ride. And that does it for another edition of Lindy's Leans, Likes, and Locks. Wild Week 18. Let me know your favorite plays at the comment section below. Really fun stuff doing this all season long, but we're not going anywhere, friends, here in the NFL streets. I'm going to be covering the entire NFL playoffs. It's going to be a little bit easier than what it was this week to break down information for you. Obviously, knowing starting quarterbacks, trying to project out numbers, really tough this time of year. Tried to focus on some of the more straight up spots. And yeah, there's going to be some interesting stuff added to that betting card for this week. So if you want to sign up down below, $15 for a week, $50 for the month. And then promo code Lindy gets you 20% off of that. When you sign up for Odd Shopper down below, get all of my plays at the Discord. It'll be really good times. Thank you, producer Jacob, for an awesome regular season. But we'll be back. And hey, I'm doing the NBA streets every single Sunday through Thursdays or Sunday through Friday. It's just wild times over here at Odd Shopper and Stochastic. So hopefully you've enjoyed until next time, friends, I'm Eric Lindquist. Best of luck in the NFL streets for week 18.